here's a message from Ken LaVica. Wait a minute. Hey, Ken LaVica, who is that? That's Dean Thomas. Man, hit the show open. On your mark. Get set. Go! You are listening to Ken LaVica Live on ESPN 106.3. Presented by FAU MBA and Sport Management Program. No, no, no. Stick around. Hang out with us. Cool. Yeah, we'll stay and hang around with you. Stream the show on the free ESPN app or on your Alexa, Google, or Siri smart speaker. Turn it up! Turn it up! Spin your lunch with Ken by calling 888-760-3776. Are you crying? Oh, my Lord. I am sorry, honey. Please don't. Could you get your daddy on the phone? Don't hang up, please. I- From the Anajar and Bean Studios in downtown West Palm Beach, it's Ken LaVica Live on ESPN 106.3. <laughs> Listening to Ken Levick Live on ESPN 106.3. Ken Levick is not here today, but uh, I'll be running the show. My name is Dean Thomas. You can normally hear me every day, 3 to 5, on Josh Cohen and the home team right here on ESPN 106.3. I'm currently in Las Vegas for the UFC. You can catch me on the broadcast tomorrow afternoon uh, on ESPN+. Plus. I'll be backing up Daniel Cormier and Brandon Fitzgerald with commentary for Tate vs. Vieira. Enough about me. I'm joined by my partners in crime, Tina on the radio, my co-host on Josh Cohen and the home team, and Evan Cohen's finest, the very own Jeanette Javier. How you guys doing? What an intro. I loved that. Shucks, Dean. Wow. Pretty, pretty big compliments coming from you. A star on the UFC. Well, you know, I'm just out here trying to do my thing. You know what I'm saying? I'm just, listen, I'm just... Uh, Ken LaVica's backup. I'm Ken LaVica's backup quarterback. So I'm just trying to shine while he's gone. Oh, that's so that's nice. Well, way to step up to the plate and put on your pads when you when you need to. That's right. But you, I tell y'all what, we're gonna have some fun today. Yeah, we are. I think actually, Jeanette, is this our first show together? I think so, actually. So this is a very unique show because Jeanette and I have never yeah. been on a show like together. You've never been on a show together? Well, listen, we are a band of misfits. We are we are the B team, but we're going to put it together, and we're going to show everybody what's up. And today we're going to have a... We're going to have some fun. Yeah, we are. From the Anajar and Levine Studios in downtown West Palm Beach, you are listening to Ken LaVica Live on ESPN 106.3. Here's Ken LaVica. Oh, my goodness. I'm terribly sorry about that. We having problems. We had some technical difficulties. Like I said, I am out on the road. I am in Las Vegas. We had some technical difficulties, but I am back. Speaking of difficulties, you know who's having problems right now? Antonio Brown is having some problems right now. Let's get into some Antonio Brown talk. He is accused of having a fake vaccination card. Now, let me add some context here. Antonio Brown apparently, allegedly, went to his former chef and told him he'd give him $500 for a vaccination card. The chef said he couldn't get it. A few weeks later, Antonio Brown comes back, shows him, he shows him some cards that he said he purchased. Boom. 
Got it. Got the cards. However, the guy never came forward until he says Antonio Brown owed him $10,000. Then he comes forward, tells the story. However, Antonio Brown says he got the vaccination and the Buccaneers seem to be backing with him, seem to be siding with him. I don't know. Jeanette, now you're a Buccaneers mm-hmm. fan. Mm-hmm. You're a Buccaneers fan. Yes. Are the Buccaneers siding with him for good faith, good reason, or because they don't want to they don't want an Aaron Rodgers situation because to me, like this screamed of an Aaron Rodgers situation where a man was f- pretending to have the vaccination card so can he he can enjoy the liberties of not having to do certain things if you didn't have the vaccination card. Now, are the Buccaneers siding with the right side here? So I have the statement pulled up, and I'll read it real quick. After an extensive, edu- this is a statement from um, from the Tampa Bay Buccaneers regarding the Tampa Bay Times report on Antonio Brown using a fake vaccine card. After an extensive educational process conducted throughout our organization this past offseason, highlighting the benefits of the COVID nineteen vaccine. We received completed vaccination cards from all Tampa Bay Buccaneers players and submitted the required information to the NFL through the established process in accordance with league policy. All vaccination cards were reviewed by the Buccaneers personnel and no irregularities were observed. So that to me sounds like the Buccaneers as an organization are protecting themselves. Like they, they took what all the cards they went through the process of making sure that they were valid they were legit and that this card itself probably went through their protocol so i think the tampa bay buccaneers are protecting themselves more than anything i mean that's obviously true i mean when you think about it like that's the responsibility you know what um, we're going to protect ourselves and if he gets caught and this is a fake card you know we did what we had we did we tried now if I showed you my card, I probably could have made that myself. And it's an official card. I got my vaccine. Mm-hmm. It's an official card. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, by them saying that they went through the protocols and there were no irregularities, that's kind of tough because, like, even the real cards look like fake cards. Yeah. Like, they don't look very, you know, professional or official in a sense. Like, you know, like when you have a passport, and people have fake passports. When you have a passport, I mean, they look very difficult to do. But when you talk about these vaccination cards, they're easy. They look like they're easy to just make on your own. Like, I could, like a, a fifth grader could probably make one on their computer. Exactly. Yeah, you're right. So, for me, it seems like the Tampa Bay Buccaneers... With what you just said and everything else, probably if it were a legit fake card, probably passed by, like it passed through whatever the Tampa Bay Buccaneers had to prevent the situation. Now, here's what I think. I think I think they don't care whether it was fake or real. I think they do, because as a Tampa Bay Buccaneers fan, I remember being very proud of the fact that we were one of the first NFL teams to be 100% vaccinated and that they were at first players who didn't want to get vaccinated but the tampa bay buccaneers went through the through the proper protocols through the educational process to kind of you know tell these players like hey this is actually very it could it's it's good for you you know the science backs it up 
No, I don't think I don't think they care. I think they care about the numbers, and they just don't want that heat on them, which is why they're just trying to protect themselves. And I think that they would be perfectly fine if it was if it was a fake card. Oh, you got a card? This is fine. Good, no, go out there and play. No, yeah, no, I don't agree sure. with you at all, Dean. Because but now, go go ahead. No, I'm saying you go. This could possibly change their their season with because this is federal. This is a felony if this vaccine card is fake. So not only are you going to get in trouble with the league now, now you're going to have to have this whole different distraction. And you already lost the past two games. You've already had a bunch of injuries. Yeah, so but, they've already, but they've already protected themselves. So if whether it's a felony or not, then, oh, yeah, Antonio Brown's going to get in trouble. But they've already protected themselves. No, nah, I, I don't think so. I think this is this is a huge distraction on the Bucks now. That one they don't need, and and the unfortunate part is is that when you sign Antonio Brown, this is the unfortunate circumstances you kind of put yourself into. Well, listen, Antonio Brown, and but first off, I don't even know if if the whole thing is legit. To be honest with you, like when you when we talk about this, I'm not even a hundred percent confident that. Antonio, like that, the guy is telling the truth. The chef is telling the truth. <laughs> he wants his money. That's what I'm saying. Like <laughs> that. I mean, at the end of the day, at the end of the day, my man was like, "Yo, you owe me ten thousand dollars." I'm telling. <laughs> Give me my money. You need ten k is a good payday, right, Christina? You could do a yeah, lot with ten k. I would love ten like, k right now. <laughs> I'm trying to figure out how do you accumulate ten thousand dollars worth of chef work without getting paid. Like for me, you know, what I'm saying I work for I work for you know Good Karma, ESPN 106.3, and I get paid when I get paid. Now, if they was like, if they was like, yo, listen, we're gonna hold off a little bit on your pay, a little bit, I'd be like, all right, one week, all right, two, yo, y'all gotta get my money, I'm out. I'm not waiting till it accumulates till ten grand before I start with threats. But he's a chef. So maybe he created a bunch of meals. Maybe he did like a meal service package. Maybe there's like an event or something that mm-hmm. totaled out to $10,000. Well, I'm saying my man, he got, my man got got, you know. <laughs> he. <laughs> I heard that. He said, you want 10K? Give me my 10K or I'm about to do this. Hey, Tampa Bay Times, what's up? Tina, have you ever, you had a fake ID? Yes, I did. I I was very, very, very scared to use it, though. I used it maybe two, three times, and I I had it for when I, you know, for a little while, but I was so scared to use it, so scared. I got asked my address. I got asked, like, all about the ID once, and I'm like, never again. I got through, (laughs) but never again. Now, with your fake ID, was it somebody else or was it you with a different I don't want to get myself in trouble here. Um but <laughs> well, I mean, you're old enough. Now, what like, you're nobody gonna go back. Like, you don't got to tell me whose it was if it was somebody else's. It was somebody else's. It was <gasps> whose was it? Okay, I'm not saying that, but it was someone <laughs> that I knew very well, oh, and okay. we looked so alike. We look very alike. Okay, there's. Wait a minute. How did you? How did you use Trevor Lawrence's ID? <laughs> He's younger than you. He is younger than me. I did not. Oh, it wasn't Trevor Lawrence. It was not his. Oh, no. oh my bad. Well, could have fooled me with that one. If I were a bouncer, yeah. Oh, you would have gotten me with that one, Christina. <laughs> oh. So you so 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 you used it twice. How did it work out for you? Well, no, I used it. I yeah, maybe like two or three times. And one of the times, I was asked everything on the ID, the address, my uh, 
zodiac sign and I was asked all these questions about it and I got I got them all right. Um, and then the other time I used it, they didn't say anything, which is probably because who else I was with, theirs were way worse than mine. You know, mine lo- <laughs> mine at least looked like me and it wasn't, you know, some of, I've seen some people's IDs where their ages are, you know, they're hanging out with a group of 23-year-olds, mm-hmm. but their ID says they're 28. Mm-hmm. And that's just kind of like a red flag if you're in a huge group, mm-hmm. you know, so. But it worked out well. Uh, again, I was so scared to use it that I only did it a couple of times and, you know, I I was too scared. How about you, Jeanette? You all already know my answer. I had a fake <laughs> when I was 16. Easily. Did you? <laughs> yes, I, I did. And it was somebody else's ID. And the person on the ID had glasses on. So I had, in younger pictures of me, if I have glasses on, you know what time it was. Got, got it. Oh, really? So, like, it's a... <laughs> <laughs> that was you faking the funk like you had. <laughs> that was I never, you know, I, I never had a fake ID. Never? I never had a fake ID. What I did do, though, was, I mean, I used to work at the House of Blues where I would check IDs. And I used to catch people all the time. And I wasn't fr- afraid about catching people. In fact, I used to like it. Like, a lot of security <laughs> guys are just like, pass, 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 because they don't want to deal with it. But me, I used to, I used to get off. Somebody come in with a fake ID, I'd be, I'd check it, check the address, take the hat off, turn around. Yeah, I would give them the whole 360 degree check to make sure it was them. Christina, did I you meet up around. with Dean? Sounded like Dean was the guy who checked your ID when you had the fake. No, it, that, it was not Dean. I would definitely remember that because I'm scarred for life for that moment. Um, but no, it was not him. D- Dean, uh? what's the first <laughs> thing you check on a fake ID? Well, you check. Well, obviously, you check the date. Okay. So, like in your like in your head, depending you on. You actually check the expiration date. That's yeah. That's no, I don't. I never. That's the one thing I didn't care about. Like to me, that's. I don't even understand why they still check that. I mean, but it's you're supposed to. Like I never checked that, unless they were like giving me a hard time. But the one thing you check is obviously like you have your date in, in your head on when uh, it has to be before. So like it's today's date and 21 years before. Yes. So you, yeah. So you know that much, and if it's after, and then, then you look at them, and then you say, take the hat off, and then you start, and then you start looking at them, and then you say, <laughs> and then you say, turn to the profile, then you turn to the profile, really? then you flip it upside down, yeah, then you flip it upside down, and then you turn your head upside down, and you look at them upside down, and then if they pass the check, then you let them through. Yeah, that's why my line was always really long at the House of Blues. <laughs> You're out here playing card games with people's yeah. fake yeah, IDs. I'm out, yeah, I'm out here checking everybody. It took me, it would, it would take me three minutes to check every one person. Did you ever um, ask for like another form of identification? Because I was also asked that before of showing like a credit card or something to prove that like, do you, do you have another form of identification, like a school ID or a credit card to like back up the fake ID? Sometimes we, yeah, sometimes we had to. Sometimes we we were encouraged to because. Uh, where, where I worked at the House of Blues in Orlando, there were a lot of foreigners that would come and they would come and bring, you know, some type of ID that they could use in their country. And they may not work here. So I would ask them for another form of ID. So I go, well, hey, that listen, you got something else. Sense. Yeah. yeah. I'd be like, you got something else? Anything else? A student ID? Well, anything. Library card? Something. <laughs> I had a friend who had um, a different country ID. 
because he think the bouncers were stupid enough to think it was legit because they probably it was like Slovenia or something like that. But they were like, they this bouncer would have no idea where this country is probably or what their ID looks like probably. But the birthday is there and they could just translate it. So that's he used the ID from like an Eastern European country. Yeah, it's always interesting when you get um, those other countries because, like, those IDs, some of them look really cool. They look like like royalty. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm serious. They, they look like uh, like identifications that they're, like, from royalty. And I would always be intrigued by that. But, ladies, I think we need to take a quick break. Uh, when we come back, we are going to talk some Shohei Otani. Are you familiar with Shohei Otani, Tina? Yes, I am. Good not because much. I'm not. Not much. I just know his good name, really. because I'm not. So you can you can help me. He uh, like two positions or something. Like yeah. yes, he both does. Sides. Yeah. Yes, he does. Uh, that's all I probably know. Awesome. When we come back, we're going to talk some Shohei Otani. This is Ken Levick Alive on ESPN 106.3. From the Anajar and Levine Studios in downtown West Palm Beach, you are listening to Ken Levick Alive on ESPN 106.3. Here's Ken Levick. <laughs> Welcome back. Ken Levick Alive. Ken's not here. I'm Dean Thomas. Joined by Jeanette Javier and my co-host from Josh Cohen and the home team, Tina on the radio. We are back. Before we left, we I said we would talk about some Shohei Otani. Shohei Otani is a tremendous baseball player. The man plays... He's a pitcher... And he's also a tremendous hitter, which is something that's unheard of in, in the game today. My man had 46 home runs, 23 starts, and he unanimous, unanimously won the AL American League MVP. Unanimously. Tremendous baseball player. Tremendous. Tina, what do you know about this guy that I don't? We probably know the same amount. I, again, only know that he's a baseball player. And he is a pitcher, and he also hits. Uh, he plays for the Los Angeles Angels, or he's on the Los Angeles Angels. And that's kind of all I know. And I just we've been hearing about him all year, all baseball season. He's just been this star on the field. I mean, to me, like, and, and I've been to Japan before. And it, it was always intriguing how big baseball was in Japan. And it surprised me that they didn't have more players that was coming over here and really taking over because of how big it is in Japan. And when you think about like like Little League World Series, like the Asian uh the Asian contingency over there, they seem to have a lot of good players, which surprises me that now uh they finally have a standout player that's really kind of taken over. And I would and I would have thought that there would have been more because of how big it is over there and I don't know, and like they don't play a lot of other sports neither. I mean, they soccer is big over there, but baseball and baseball, and um, you know, it's not like you know they're you know really big into basketball and football. So it just kind of surprised me that now they have this one standout player that's really, really kind of taken over. Well, they've had two other huge standouts. Um, they've had Hide- uh, Hideki Matsui and Ichiro Suzuki as well. Um, Hideki Matsui, very famous with the Yankees, and Ichiro Suzuki, he ha- huge with the Mariners as well. So when they do have these standouts, they kind of control and take over the game. Oh, so like they really just take over? 
Yeah, they when 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 they have Japanese players in the game of in American baseball here in the U.S., they have always been a standout player. All right, because I don't know when I went over there. I mean, baseball was huge in Tokyo. I mean, it was like stadiums. I mean, I was at the Tokyo Dome, and like, there's this big stadium there, and then like you go into all the gift shops, and it's just all baseball stuff. And I'm always thinking, like, man, I mean, really, they should be really ta- they should be taking over. And I thought that they would have probably done it a little sooner. Just you know, almost like how the Caribbean and Latin culture is taking. Kind of seems like they take over in baseball. Say less, of course. The Dominican Republic. Yeah. <laughs> like Dominican Republic. Like, you know, like you see a lot of. And that's the, the weird thing to me because we always talk about. Sometimes we talk about there's not a lot of, uh, you know, African Americans in baseball. But when you look on the field, you see a lot of colored and darker people. Mm-hmm. And then you go, wait a minute. But they're all from the Dominican Republic. <laughs> a good portion of it. Absolutely. It's a, it's a baseball runs through the bloods of. Pretty much so shout out again. to Shohei Otani for winning the American League MVP. And I ask you, Tina, I'll start with you. What is your proudest moment of something that you accomplished that you've won that you, uh, you know, what was your MVP moment in your life? Well, I, I thought of mine kind of relating it to Shohei Otani. When I was, when I was uh, in elementary school, I was, a, I was a huge tomboy, huge tomboy. And I played baseball. That was the first. I played t-ball, coach pitch, and then I eventually stopped when it got to kid pitch because I was nervous, and then I started playing another sport. But I was the MVP for my baseball team when I was seven. I was better than all the boys Let's go. on my team. Let's go. All the boys. They did not like me because I was good. And, you know, I was the MVP. And, you know, the- <laughs> I, you know, that's. That's just what it was. And again, I stopped playing, but when I was playing, I I wasn't I wasn't bad. And so I wanted to Her, kind of relate this to Shohei Otani, you know, when I played baseball. You was the Shohei Otani of the seven year old league? Yes. <laughs> yes, she was. <laughs> Own it, Christina. Yes, yes. ma'am. The MVP. You, both you go girl. You go girl. <laughs> yes. <laughs> well, uh, Jeanette, what about you? What was your MVP moment? I I played volleyball in high school. That was a lot of fun. I was a captain for my volleyball team, so that, <laughs> I like, like, I, that was a lot of fun. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I didn't get no MVP award. I would say my MVP moments have been like uh, being on the Evan Cohen show, career wise. Yes. Mm-hmm. And my MVP moments have been, um, you know, being here on the Evan Cohen show. Um, pageants pad oh my gosh yes i forget that I, right I'm, a year ago you know you didn't you know win or anything <laughs> i miss florida international that's a win that's an mvp i have a crown and a sash hey listen hey run with that girl <laughs> you go girl if i had hey, listen let me lick my finger <laughs> thank you yes sir yes sir thank you christina for pointing that out yes <laughs> that was something huge this year for you yeah, that was that was a big the pageant the legit pageantry and being on stage and doing the talent doing it's interviews like fitness the cameras the lights the makeup the dresses definitely an MVP moment I went in there not thinking I was gonna win I did it for fun and I came out with the crown MVP <laughs> MVP you I know think my MVP moment was. Really, it was early on in my fight career, and I had fought uh, a gentleman by the name of Jens Pulver, who was actually the first UFC lightweight champion. And prior to him winning that, me and him had fought. 
and we fought in Rome, Georgia. No, actually, it wasn't Rome. It was Augusta, Georgia. That's why I know about Augusta, Georgia when we talk about golf because I fought Jens Pulver there in an organization oh, called random. World Extreme Fighting. Yeah. And at the time, Jens Pulver had already fought in the UFC, but he just wasn't champion at the time. But he had fought, you know, a few times in the UFC. So, like, this was, like, my big moment to fight the biggest name that I've ever had an opportunity to fight. He was already an established, the top guy, you know, the number one guy in the world. And me and him fought. He's obviously was the favorite. And I went out there and I put them hands on him, girls. I'm telling you. Go. I put them I put them hands on him like he stole something from me. No chance. And yeah, and I and I ended up I ended up submitting him in the second round with what we call a heel hook where it breaks his ankle and knee kinda at the same time. And um yeah, wow. and then that kinda yeah, that kinda solidified me right there and put me <laughs> on a world stage. And that put Port St. Lucie on a map. And to me that was kind of my MVP moment for my entire career. It sucked that it happened so early in my career, but that was like yeah. my, my moment, you know, and um and I was able to ride that, you know, for quite so many years and and uh, you know that was what, was what really put me on the map, having that win over over Jens Pulver. Do you have any MVP moments champion. as a coach? As a coach, uh, you know, I think as a coach, my MVP moment would probably be um, having Tyron Woodley win the title against Robbie Lawler. Again, that was in Georgia. I have all my greatest times in Georgia. <laughs> I think I'm moving. They need to move. You have to have your one of your tiny homes there. <laughs> yeah, I, I, for sure. Because like I have all my greatest moments in Georgia. So Ty, Tyron Woodley won the uh, the UFC welterweight title against Robbie Lawler in Atlanta, Georgia, and I coached him for that. I would say, but really, but you know that was kind of expected. Like for us, it was kind of expected. Like if you see Tyron, he's a a specimen of an athlete. But I'd say a real proud moment was being able to get Jillian Robertson into the UFC and her first win because you've you know, been with she's her a, forever yeah and she yeah because i've been with her since she was like 15 years old she's a westwood product she's from port st Lucie, and you know and she's someone that you wouldn't expect to be a fighter like you look at tyron woodley you go yeah that guy can fight but like jillian robertson she's the, you know a sweet soft-spoken girl that just likes dogs like she's a like she wanted to be a veterinarian but somehow i turned her into this killer <laughs> and she <laughs> fights in the ufc so i would have to say that that is probably one of my more MVP type moments as a coach. That's awesome. Yeah. You, you know how like cities have that plaque that says, welcome to Port St. Lucie, home of <laughs> Dean Thomas. <laughs> we got to get that it, now. <laughs> it would say home of Dean Thomas and Megan Fox. Dean, let's make a sign and we'll put that on 95. Wait, time out. Let's Me- do it. Megan Fox is from Port St. Lucie? Yes. Well, she well she, she lived in. I'm, yeah, she won't admit it, but she lived there for a few years <laughs> and went to school there. She won't admit it though. But next time I see her at one of the fights, I am going to get her to admit that she's from Port St. Lucie. I'm going to take a selfie with her and be like, "Yo, just say it." I'm going to get her to do it on video. Say you're from Port because she go to all the fights. So I'm gonna say, just admit, admit that you're from Port St. Lucie. And then that's the this. video that's going to go on that plaque. That's right. That's <laughs> that's what we're going to put on the plaque. Right now, we're going to take a quick break here. When we come back, Tina got beef, as usual. Speaking of beef, Tina got beef. ATT is back. Angry Tiny Tina is back. When we come back, we're going to find out what her beef is about. You're listening to Ken Levick Live on ESPN 1063. 
I've got chicken on my mind, and I can't stop thinking about Bud's Chicken and Seafood Chicken Fingers. Hand-breaded, cooked, or a golden brown. Have them on their own or pair them with Bud's Fish or Shrimp if you can't decide what you're craving more. So good. They even use them on the chicken sandwiches. Plenty of delicious sauces to choose from, and don't forget about the crinkle-cut fries. Head to Bud's Chicken and Seafood with six convenient locations to try their chicken fingers today. From the Anajar and Levine Studios in downtown West Palm Beach, you are listening to Ken LaVica Live on ESPN 106.3. Here's Ken LaVica. Welcome back. Ken LaVica Live, but it's not Ken LaVica. It's Dean Thomas on ESPN 106.3. The number to call, 888-760-3776. You got a hot take. You want to yell at me. You want to yell at Tina. You want to yell at Jeanette. Don't be afraid. Give us a call. Oh, but be afraid. But be afraid. <laughs> but be afraid. Because especially, no, if you want to yell at me, don't be afraid. You want to yell at Tina? Be very afraid. Because Tina will turn it on you. We're talking about ATT. Angry Tiny Tina. That's me. Tina, so you got excited. beef. Yeah, I you got beef. Jeanette heard this for the first time we went to break. She goes, I like that. <laughs> now, apparently, apparently, you got beef. What happened? So, earlier last, or I guess this weekend, actually, I found out that a group of mine and my fiance's friends were going on a trip next weekend after Thanksgiving. And come to find out, it's like three other couples going. And I'm just really confused why I wasn't invited and why me and my fiance weren't invited. And I am... I kind of want to approach them and ask because I was just on a trip with most of them and they usually invite us to things and I have kind of maybe a reasoning of why they wouldn't invite us because we've never gone any other time they've asked, but it's just never worked out for us in those other situations. Uh, but they're going on a trip next weekend and they didn't invite us. And now, I wait a minute. Why. Now, wait. Now, you didn't. Now, you. Now, I had no idea. That they did, that they've been inviting you to stuff before, okay, they invited and us, you've been, it was maybe two other things that don't mean uh, nothing. No, Dean, that means yeah, it nothing. does. No, it don't. It does. No, it don't. It does. And that I, is a big portion of it. Negative, because you love to be invited to things. You should be with if you're a group of good friends. You even if they know you're not gonna go, you should be invited. Yes. Nope. Yes. Nope. Because yes. listen, two strikes and you are out. But sometimes. Listen, but listen, it's definitely three. But listen. Every time that we've said we could we couldn't go for legitimate reasons. Uh-huh. There was legitimate reasons mm-hmm. we could not go. And also, it wasn't like it was a holiday weekend where I actually don't work. You know, so or I, it's funny I actually am working. Um but and so I wouldn't have been <laughs> able to go. I would maybe find a way to go, but there was legitimate reasons of of every other time when we said we couldn't go. But this there was no ask. And again, it's only been maybe two other times that they've asked us to go on trips. And I'm just confused. Even if they knew we were going to say no, I think I no matter what, I would still ask my friends to go somewhere, even if I knew they were going to say no, because it's just the thought that counts, you know? And even if I know you're going to say no, I'm still asking you and you still uh, are feeling invited. And now See, not me. I, don't not feel, me. I don't feel that way. I want to know why I wasn't invited and I'm bothered. Well, you well, first off, mm-hmm. I see where they're coming from now because me, I asked a person one time, yeah, and I'm sensitive. Dean, no, I'm sensitive. If you, 
Yeah, that's right. I'm sensitive. If I ask you to do something and you say no, one time is all it takes to hurt my feelings. But what if there's and legitimate I'm never, reasons? And I'm never and I'm never asking you again. But what if it's legitimate reasons that I can't go to something? And I'm I should be priority. <laughs> and how good of a friend are they to you if you don't think about them like that? Like are these very close friends of yours that you, you don't just like ah uh, once meh. no these are <laughs> these are like best friends yeah those, that's <gasps> oh so they're like your best friends these are like very close friends of ours you see well, this is you know an what issue. you what what and if they're your close friends you you there's only one thing for you to do which is invite yourself yes. Ah, it's a great tactic, Dean. I'm actually, if we're all serious, here for it. Just like, Yo, where they're going. I'm where going. Yeah. I'm going. We got our, we got our tickets already. <laughs> well, it's, yeah, it's driving distance. I don't want to say where they're going, but it's driving distance. It's not far. So I know where they're going. I, and I know the days they're going. I guess, it, what if I we just show up? That's what I'm saying. That's what we're saying. Just do it. Just show up. Just show up. Uh-huh. And no, no, no. This is what you do. You show up, and then you'd be like, wait a minute. What are you guys doing here? Exactly. I sound crazy. We didn't know you were coming here. I have one of my friends, too, on location. Like, we share a location, so I'll know exactly where they are. Oh, actually. even better, because I was going to say, do they post on Instagram often? Do they post where their locations are? So once you find out where they are at, just show up and be like, oh, didn't know you guys were here, too. We wanted oh, a vacation. All of, you, all of you are here? What a coincidence. Oh, my God. How is this? This is so funny. <laughs> yeah. Actually, what you do is you, you show, you, this is what you do, is you show up. With two other couples, oh, true. As if, as if you didn't our invite other friends, them. Our yeah, other do that, do that. Oh, I want to, and then, and then introduce them as your best friend. Oh, I want to introduce you to my best friends. <gasps> Dean, that's shady, but I'm here for it. Um, that's right. I'm here so, for t- it. But Tina, why? But Tina, why are you afraid to ask them why you can't go? I'm not afraid. Or, I just, I don't, I don't want confrontation if I don't need it, and you know. I don't now now and now I'm you know when I think about it what I have gone I I probably would have I don't have really anything going on next week like I we probably could have actually gone on this trip but now I just feel I'm I just don't know why I wasn't invited and I'm kind of butthurt about it because oh. I just don't know why we wouldn't have been asked and it's kind you know I don't know it's weird I I think I might though ask one of my you know it's one of my best friends I might ask her because I don't think it was really the girls planning the trip. I think it was the guys planning the trip. So one, my one best friend who is one of the in one of the couples going, I might ask her, you know, why weren't we thought of or asked? Should I? Yeah, you should. It's, if it's if, bothering you. If it's going to bother you. But here's the thing, though. And, and I suffer from this as well all the time because I'm a. I'm a, you know, a black and white type guy. There's no gray area for me sometimes. And I got to get better with that. So I'm going to try to preach to you what I should be preaching to myself. And that's the, like when you have a conversation with somebody, it doesn't have to be confrontational or about beef. It's just um, it's just setting boundaries and setting guidelines. It doesn't have to be about beef. So like just asking them shouldn't be like a negative thing. It should just be let's just get this clear in the air so we're on the same page and not negative or positive it's just what it is so when you talk so but we always assume that it's going to be like beef or threatening or a negative thing to confront somebody but it doesn't have to be confrontational it can just be hey what's going on well yeah i was just really gonna ask my friend you know it's you know it's 
it's fine. Like, it's okay. Like, I just, you know, did you guys just plan this, you know, with, like, were you all just hanging out when you planned it? And that's why we weren't invited. Like, no hard feelings. I'm not going to be upset. Like, the trip's obviously happening. Well, you know, there are hard feelings. I'm obviously upset now. But, like, the trip's happening. I just want to know why we weren't thought of or why we weren't at least asked. And I think I can ask my friend that and it won't be, you know, beef or anything. I think she'll, I don't know what she's going to say, but I think she will be able to tell me and it will be just a conversation. Yeah, it's just a conversation. Now, the problem is, is like people's feelings get involved. And like, this is what I have a hard time with. Like when it, when it should just be a conversation and somebody mm-hmm. starts crying. <laughs> yeah. Like well, if you roll up on like, why, 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 why did you, why, why did we go? You know what I'm saying? That like that's like gonna be a problem. Too. Is it? I know. I, I can't I, catch I, my I, breath. I'm like, yeah, <laughs> I can imagine. <laughs> I can imagine. So like, it, but conversations don't have to be about that. Conversations can just be, you know, you know, just cut and dry. Just like this is what it is, and like let's just you know get this squared away, and then so that like next time maybe we can have. You know, next time it could be a better situation so, or we can get this squared away. So what if my friend didn't plan the trip and it was the guys that planned the trip? Do I, should I ask like her guy or some of the other guys or should I just drop it? I, I would be like, oh, not shocking. Yeah. Uh, I, but I, no, I, I would still further ask because if it's like going to bother you. Because it's our good friends. If it's going to bother you, it's not, it shouldn't be on your conscious. Like that's something that should be discussed as friends. And maybe you'd create a deeper conversation that make you guys stronger or something. That's yeah, that's true. And I'll say, and I'll say this. And if any of my friends are listening, it's gonna be so obvious. Uh, one thing they all have in common is they have two, like two of them are pregnant and one has a baby. So I don't know either. It's like, is this kind of like a baby moon baby trip? Like, I don't, I really don't know. I'm just trying to think of reasons in my head as to why I wouldn't be invited. Well, I mean, that could be it. Maybe it's a baby trip. Maybe, like, they're going shopping for But there's only really and... one baby. In, they're going on vacation to shop for baby clothes? That makes no sense. Yes. <laughs> that makes no sense. Would you want to go to that, Christina? No. Listen, <laughs> if I got an idea. Then, yeah, I don't want to go. You and Scott can adopt me, and then y'all can have a baby. I love it. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, what size diapers are you? You're, you're, what size <laughs> diaper so I can uh, so I can uh, send you some Dean? Wait, I gotta have a baby shower. I gotta prepare for yeah, this. Yeah, <laughs> a large. But I'm telling you, so but I need to take my own advice on all this because me, I am the exact opposite. Like I don't say nothing until it's time to like get busy. Until I'm until I'm like rah, you know. Like I should probably take my own advice on this. Well, I'll let you know. I I think I'm gonna say something, and probably mm-hmm. by this weekend. Mm-hmm. Just ask, you know, have a conversation, and we'll see if ATT is back next week. Uh-oh, on a bigger well, scale, too, because yeah. this could go both ways. Yeah. This could go both I'm, ways. I'm excited to see how this thing turns out. But listen, you got to have that conversation. Don't not have that conversation. So by next week, you got to have a, an answer to all this. Promise us right now that you're going to have this conversation. I promise. I'll have the conversation. I have the recording. Good, yeah, save that audio. But when we come back, we're going to give you a chance to win a free car wash. All you have to do is name the scene of the movie that I am going to act out. Get a free car wash. When we come back, this is this is Ken LaVica live on ESPN 106.3. 
from the Anajar and Levine Studios in downtown West Palm Beach. You are listening to Ken LaVica Live on ESPN 106.3. Here's Ken LaVica. And we're back for one final segment. Ken LaVica is not here. I am Dean Thomas, and I am going to be giving away a free car wash and uh you can win it all you have to do is call 888-760-3776 and name the movie to the film i am about to act the scene of we are ready what's are what's the cue what's the cue what did you tell me and theo last week with the cue lights, oh, you gotta camera. say lights camera and then action Lights, okay. camera, and action. All right, are you ready? All right, so yeah, I think I'm ready. Hold on, let me let me just uh, go ahead and uh, warm up the chops. Let me go ahead. I gotta get in character for this. You know what I'm saying? I'm a true, I'm a true thespian. I gotta get in character for this. I can't just show up and just act without being in character. I gotta be in character. How do you expect me to just act without being in character? Well, hurry up. <laughs> all right, all right, I'm ready. Lights, camera, action. I don't know what to say. Really? Three minutes to the biggest battle of our professional lives. It all comes down to today. And either we heal as a team or we crumble. Inch by inch. Play by play until we're finished. And cut. Scene. All right. This, the lines should be lighting up now. If you want to win a free coach, tell me what movie that was from. Anybody I'm um, calling in, guys? <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> I'm just like, uh-oh. <laughs> Joe from West Palm Beach. We got Joe from West Palm Beach? Yes, yes. Hey, Dean, what's up, brother? You know that? Hey, that what's happening, man? Classic, man? That's any given Sunday, man. Al Pacino. Al Pacino, you are 100% correct. Is that, you said your name was Joe? Yes, I did. Joe, you are getting a free car wash. Now your car can have all the drip in the world. Congratulations. Congratulations, Joe. Awesome, I thank man. you for the call. Enjoy your car wash. Enjoy the rest of your day. Tina, hook him up. We're good. We'll get him on hold, and we will get him his free car wash to Unlimited Auto Wash Club. Awesome. Ladies, I have a, I have a question. I have an issue right now. What is that? <sighs> You know how Josh Cohen thinks that I'm, you know, a, a dirtbag <laughs> and, you know, like I'm a flirt and all this and that. Yes. Like, I need. I, right. You see what I'm saying? Like, he, yes, he, yes. He has labeled me like all these bad things. Yes. And I need. Is it? Need are you some, having troubles getting ladies? Yeah. No, I'm not. I, that's not what it is. <laughs> and I'm just trying to clear my name here, you know, oh. and I need I need a woman, a woman's opinion. Okay. Okay, I need a woman's opinion on this now, and the reason why I say this is because like right now, I'm in my hotel room and I am, and you know how like I like to make candles. Yes, you love to make candles. I yes, love you do. to make love candles. my yes, candle. All right, exactly. So I made you a candle, uh, Jeanette. I made you a candle. You made Jeanette and, a pineapple candle. A, 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 candle pineapple, a pineapple candle, exactly. <laughs> right. Um. So right now in my room, I'm making three candles. You just for, take you just take candles making equipment with you everywhere. Yeah. In Vegas? 
he I'm took it. He, he 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 took it to Denver, and then he was stuck in Denver and went to Vegas. So he's had all this stuff with him for like two weeks, a week. And but a half. you have shows, you have casinos, you have the best dinners around. You have a Seven Eleven in downtown Denver that you walk to, and I'm sure there's one close by where you're staying now in Vegas. And you out here making candles. Uh huh. <laughs> I'm making candles. Like the whole floor on this hotel smells like candle. Ooh, idea. <laughs> This is how you break the any awkwardness with Megan Fox so she, to create your video about Port St. Lucie. Here, oh, Megan Fox, that? here's a candle I made. Here's a, a Port St. Lucie this candle. This is the smell of Port St. Lucie. <laughs> so it's going to smell like garbage? Yeah. Do you remember this smell? It's, it should take you back to some fond childhood memories, <laughs> Megan Fox. In fact, I'm going to walk by with the candle, and she's gonna, <laughs> it's going to be mesmerizing. She's going to be like, wait a minute. That's nostalgic. That's Port St. Lucie. I'm like, yep. How'd you? I'm like, yep. Exactly. So what's but your dilemma? My dilemma is, so like I'm making three candles, and it's four three girls that work for the UFC. Okay. Right? So, but does that make me a flirt? Does that make me a scumbag because, like, I'm hooking, like, girls up with candles? No. Absolutely no. not. No. Who's... Right? Bec- Who's saying that? Well, did I mean, I that's he- the stuff, like, did Joshua say? Like, Josh would be like, oh. oh, you know, I'm just trying to get in, blah, 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 blah. You're just and a that's good not person. And you just right. like making candles. I just like making candles because, like, if I don't have nobody to give them to, they're going to be stuck in my. They're going to be in my room. Well, for you also have to make them. You know, I you can go out and walk them. up and down the strip and go to the casinos and go to the dinners and go to everything else. Las Vegas. You're allowed to travel with all of that. Mm-hmm. Well, like some of the stuff, like the like glass you, like, that I use, I'll just buy that because like, I won't travel with glass. And then what? You just leave it. Or I mean, like, how do you travel with like the wax and like? Don't you need some? Like, how do you make all this in a hotel? Oh, room? I bring it. I bring it. This is why you need a, such a big suitcase. Yeah, I got. I, got, I guess why I have such a big suitcase because I, I I bring a hot plate. You so bring like, a I hot a lot, plate? <laughs> yeah, I brought a lot of stuff on this trip with me. Like, I brought like my fight stuff because when I was in Denver, I was training Jillian Robertson, and I have all my candle making stuff. So now that I can make my candles and stuff. So like, I have a lot of stuff that I bring with me. How many candles can you make in a day? As many as I want. It depends on how good they uh, want them. And I got some new ones coming out, too, so I'm going to hook y'all up. Oh, okay. Is it going to be in a fruit or a vegetable? <laughs> no. Oh, okay. I love no, it. Oh, do you, want it in a, do you want it in a fruit? Yeah, it was the Dean style, you know what I'm saying? I, it caught eyes. My roommate was very confused. Is that a pineapple on fire? <laughs> yes, but it's a candle, so it's supposed to be. <laughs> that was a no, Dean Thomas worry. original. I'm just, listen, I didn't really want to, I didn't know, like, because I made that when, then when I gave it to you, I was afraid that you was going to get rats in the crib, so I'm just <laughs> glad that. They're already there, Dean, don't worry about it, you know? <laughs> yeah. But I don't think you're a flirt giving them candles, that's, that's just you, like, that's, that's Dean Thomas, you literally have given candles to, I think, every female, even in the office here at ESPN West Palm, and if anyone wanted a candle here from you, they would, you know, you would make it for them, I don't think that makes you a flirt, I think that's so sweet. That's right, nice and picture. I like, and to be but, fair, I've made it for some guys too. Okay, but if there was one special lady that you wanted, like you have to obviously make so, like if there was a special person, you got to make theirs a little special and different than everyone else's. Like I don't know how because like I just I treat everybody like they're special. Maybe you could put inside and like in the middle of the candle, it's like there's a heart, like like a different color. Mm-hmm. <gasps> mm-hmm. Like a heart shaped candle. Yes. 
That's for your special someone. Or I can be creepy and put my blood in it. That's trendy these days. Yeah, bl- yeah, it? it's very trendy actually. So well, like just, doing just, stuff with blood. Yes, you don't remember the little Nasdaq shoe that had his blood in it, and then uh, Tony Tony Hawk, the skateboarder, put some of his blood in some skateboards too. Yeah, it's a really big thing right now. Just putting your blood into whatever. Really? Yes. So. I thought that was. I thought that went out with uh, you know Angelina Jolie and an old boy. Brad Pitt? Um, no, the other guy, the old guy. Oh my God! Ro- oh my God! From uh, Starsky and Hutch, Rob. No, Rob. the older guy. Um, when they had their like chains with like vials of blood on, on their neck. Well, it's back. Twenty twenty one. It's back. Using blood. I don't know how many people are going to be into it, Dean. And then making a candle. I feel like it might be a lot of blood. Billy Bob Thornton. Billy Bob Thornton was his name, That's yes. That's the guy. That's the guy. They had the blood necklaces. Yes, I remember. Yes. So all I needed to know is that uh, I'm not a creep. You're not, not a creep. Nope. Nope. And that's with two females on this side. Thank you very much. Can we save that audio in case it needs to come up? <laughs> yes, absolutely. Well, ladies, I had a great time with you guys. I hope that you guys enjoyed it. I hope the whole audience enjoyed it. But we got to get out of here. Coming up next is Bart and Han. But you can hear us, me and Tina, back again from 3 to 5 on Josh Cohen and the home team. Thank you, everyone. This is ESPN 106.3.